Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Um, Josh, it's 2733. Did I give you that? Was that the right one? Okay. All right. At the, at the end there. Okay. Sorry. We're trying to get our guests lined up today. Um, if all goes, goes according to Hoyle today, um, we're going to talk a little Utah football. We are going to talk uh, Gator baseball with Coach Kevin O'Sullivan. And then Chris Doring is going to join us to talk a little college football. Of course, you see him on the SEC Network. Get some of his last thoughts on the preseason here. Um, and then I, I do this every once in a while. Um, but I try to do a, uh, a student spotlight from our kids that have gone on to work in the business. And uh, today, tomorrow, and Friday, uh, we're going to spotlight some of them. And today, uh, one of them is uh, David Behrman, who now works for Pro Football Talk. He worked for ESPN for a long time. Chris Kirshner, uh, one of ours, is now covering the Yankees. And he'll be with us tomorrow. Sierra Clark covers Arkansas. And as a matter of fact, right before uh, she'll be, she's on tomorrow, uh, she's going to be at an Arkansas football uh, availability, so she'll give us the latest on that. So those are just some of the guests we have for the rest of the week. Now, uh, if you remember, last year we had Josh Newman on the show um, and to talk about Utah, and he is back now to do the very same thing. So let's bring him in, and we'll talk a little Utah, and most importantly later on, the most important topic, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, <laughs> Jets. Right, Josh? Yeah. Steve, how are you? <laughs> okay, I appreciate you doing this. Um, I, I guess that you know you start at the quarterback position here. Uh, you, you've been around that program do they have their quarterbacks take live hits? Is that what happened the other day when the backup got hurt? So just to kind of paint the picture here, uh, Cameron Rising, right, who is entrenched as the starter, uh, tore his ACL in the Rose Bowl on January 2nd. And since January 2nd, it has been a question of uh, can Rising, you know, surgery, rehab, get all the way back, can Rising be ready for August 31st. Um, that remains to be seen as we're sitting here now 15 days until the opener. So with Rising's situation as the backdrop, the winter, spring, and now into the summer has essentially been who is your backup, and not only who is your backup, but who is your most viable option to start a game on August 31st if Rising cannot go. So things have gotten to the point where uh, Brandon Rose – who was a redshirt freshman, uh, ran the scout team last year, had kind of emerged out of spring ball 
as the most viable option, as the pretty clear number two and the presumed starter if Ryzen cannot go. Um, you know, Utah has its first live scrimmage uh, last Thursday. And to your question, uh, whether or not Kyle Whittingham, the head coach, opts to have his QBs live is sort of on a case-by-case basis. Now, remember, again, Rose is a young kid, redshirt freshman, has never taken a collegiate snap, so you really don't know what you have in Rose until he, you know, he's in pads and he's dropping back and he has to see a pass rush and he has to keep plays alive. So last week, yeah, Brandon Rose was live and he was injured and he was injured pretty seriously. And the timeline is now, you know, at least weeks, if not months for Rose. So again, 15 days until the opener and the situation now at present is rising is still officially a limited participant in practice, which is not a, you know, not a major surprise. I, th- I think the plan all along was to get him, you know, or try to get him ramped up to play around now, right? Around like midway through camp, you're starting to see the Florida game come into focus. They would like to get rising ramped up around now. He's just not quite there yet. So if you had to play this Florida game right now, the starter for Utah is Bryson Barnes, who, you know, Bryson Barnes is kind of this, you know, folk hero type of character, right? Grew up uh, in southern Utah, um, you know, starred for one of the very small high schools down there, set a million records, uh, walked on at Utah, and he is, you know, he's a worker. He's really, really worked himself into a position where he's been the, he's been the number two guy since late in the 21 season, and nobody's been able to supplant Barnes from that backup spot. So, that's where we are. Uh, you know, the presumed guy behind rising, Brandon Rose, was live on Thursday. He's hurt. And if it's not going to be rising, as of right now, it's going to be Bryson Barnes. Okay. Uh, I guess Whittingham would be the one to answer this. But um, in your view, Josh, when is there a, I don't want to say a drop dead time, but is there a time as you prepare for Florida? Because the game is, you know, 15 days away. When there's a drop dead time that says, okay, he has to be available at this yeah. date. Yeah. Yeah, no, Kyle has been pretty Kyle's been pretty transparent about that. He's answered that a number of times for you know, for a few months, right? You know, late winter, early spring, going into spring ball, Kyle was saying that, you know, he needs to see rising, you know, ten to fourteen days before the opener at full strength. You know, again, full strength meaning you can do everything that you have to do you know, moving laterally, dropping back. He needs to see rising 10 to 14 days before the opener. Now, recently, he kind of backed up on that. And now the company line is he needs to see rising one week out, right? So that would be August 24th, next Thursday. And the reasoning for that makes sense. Now, look, rising is an older guy, okay? This isn't a quarterback competition. You know what you have in rising when he's healthy. Uh, This is year number four, for rising working in this particular offensive scheme with the offensive coordinator, Andy Ludwig. So there's no, you know, it's not like you have a new OC trying to match up with a new quarterback and a new scheme. Again, sixth year guy in college. Okay. Cam rising fourth year at Utah. You don't need to see a ton from rising, but you need to see him healthy. So yeah, you know, instead of 10 to 14 days, Kyle is waiting, you know, or willing to wait up to a week you know, I, th- I think that might be some gamesmanship, some coach speak. I mean, look, we're 15 days out. They've, uh, they've scrimmaged once, okay? They will scrimmage again on Thursday. Uh, Rising will not scrimmage then. 
in the back of your mind, at least in the back of your mind, if you're Whittingham and Andy Ludwig, the OC, you need to start at least thinking about making some decisions. I don't know that they're going to have to wait up until a week. I mean, I, th- I think you're going to know, honestly, I think you're going to know within the, within the next two or three days, like really whether or not rising is going to be available. I think. Josh, you, you saw Utah last year, their preseason <laughs> ranked this year with their personnel. And let's assume rising is okay. Is this a better football team this year than last year's Utah bunch? It's a re- that's a really good question. You know, last year going into the season, of course, there was a lot of hype, right? They were ranked number seven by the AP, walking into the swamp for the opener. That was a really good team on paper. You had a ton coming back. Um, this team is a little bit different, okay? You lose Dalton Kincaid, right, who is, of course, your, you know, pass-catching tight end monster who who is now with the Buffalo Bills. I think the defense is – the defense is – probably better right you lose Clark Phillips off the secondary but you've got other pieces who are who are back and you you know you you dived into the transfer portal to try to make up for the loss for Clark Phillips your offensive line has some questions but when I say some questions I mean where you're going to slot guys right you know the offensive line is probably eight ten eleven guys deep even you just have to figure out where the pieces fit best uh you know if we're going to assume that rising shows up if not for Florida at some point, I mean, you're very steady at the QB position. Running back room is, is pretty stout. It's a good football team. Uh, I don't know that it's better on paper than last year. I think they're capable of doing something big, right? I think they're capable of winning the Pac-12 for a third year in a row. Uh, schedule is very tough, okay? They have to go to USC. They have to go to Washington. Uh, they're going to Oregon State in late September on a Friday night for, you know, for your listeners that are not Super familiar with a team like Oregon State. They play in this band box kind of 35,000-seat stadium. It's going to be a zoo there on a Friday night. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I, you know, This is my opinion. I think with rising, okay, with a healthy rising, I do think anything is possible. Okay, You can beat Florida. You can beat Baylor. You can win the Pac-12. Anything is possible. If you don't have rising healthy, what this group is capable of I think it is 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 up for debate. Um, you know, with rising, what's the ceiling? I don't know. Ten wins, you can go ten and two. Without rising, if it's Bryson Barnes or or whoever, I think you have to start looking at it a, a little more in terms of like eight and four, nine and three. You're not going to win the Pac-12. That's how much rising does for the roster. That's how important he is to what this Utah team wants to do. Mm. Um, let me end uh, the Utah portion of this. Um, uh, with uh, are there any new faces from last year that you think will emerge that fans can look at from a Utah perspective? I think so. I think so. Like I said, you know, they kind of, you know, they certainly are not afraid to, you know, dive into the transfer portal. You know, they're not like heavy, heavy transfer portal, you know, pickers, but they will go in there to fill some holes. Um, Miles Battle, who is a, you know, 45-game veteran at Ole Miss, right, SEC level. He's a cornerback, likely one of the starters outside at cornerback. He's kind of viewed as, uh, you know, that he can make up the, you know, the difference for Clark Phillips. Like, you're not fully replacing Clark Phillips on the outside, but Miles Battle has the, you know, the the moxie and the experience and the length and the athleticism where, he, you know, where he can be a real problem on the outside. And then in terms of new names, I don't know that you're getting a ton of, a ton of new names who are going to make like massive impacts, at least not immediately. 
Um, not a new name, but look, the running back room does look a little bit different, right? You know, you went into last season looking at uh, Tavion Thomas, who had 1,100 yards and 22 touchdowns in 2021. He was kind of a workhorse bell cow type of guy. Running back room looks a little bit different. Uh, Jaquindon Jackson is a converted quarterback who uh, moved to running back last September, like three or four games into the season. Jaquindon Jackson had a really huge stretch run of three games against Colorado to close the regular season and against USC in the Pac-12 championship game and against Penn State in the Rose Bowl where he was awesome. He was like 5.2, 5.4 yards a carry, really looked apart. I think a lot of the, uh, not just the fans, I think a lot of the media, including myself, are really looking forward to seeing what Jaquindon Jackson looks like, you know, with a full offseason at running back and working in the scheme and just working exclusively at that position. Kid's an athlete. Kid's an athlete. Kid has a pedigree, high football IQ. It's been a, it's been a, been a bit of a ride for Jaquindon Jackson, but there's no reason he can't be that. You know, that prototypical, you know, 1,000-yard, 1,200-yard guy that Utah generally has had in its backfield. All right. For those who don't know, Josh is a kindred spirit because he is a Jets (laughs) fan who has suffered, as I have. Um, I still, Josh, I'm sorry they have to prove it. I mean, I'm a Mets fan, too, and you saw what happened with that. Are are you drinking the Kool-Aid here? Yeah, look, I'm not pouring myself a full glass of Kool-Aid, so to speak. Um, The last time, Steve, I swear, the last time I let myself go all in on a Jets team was in 2008 when Brett Favre was the quarterback, and they were 8-3, and and they were rolling, and we know how that season ended. Uh Um, Look, it's a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Obviously, the defense is legitimately championship level up front, on the backside, it is a championship-level defense. Um, what is Dalvin Cook's health? What is Brees Hall's health? The offensive line has been the big question mark of camp. End of the day, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, is Aaron Rodgers going to look like he did two years ago? Remember, this isn't Arv at the end, okay? Aaron Rodgers was the MVP of the league two years ago. So if there was ever a time to be optimistic and if there was ever a time to let your guard down about this team, it's probably now. That said, yeah, we've all been through a lot, Steve. I would probably agree with you that they have to go out and prove it before I really start to go all. Well, with a couple of weeks left before Utah, um, Josh, you have a new home now. Where can people see your work? Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm at uh, KSL.com. My Twitter handle, uh, at Joshua underscore Newman. Uh, All the links, all the coverage, uh, myself and Josh Furlong who's been at KSL.com for many years. We're going to be hammering the Utah coverage. Um, any Gators fans looking for some Utah stuff as the game approaches, come check us out, KSL.com. Okay, appreciate it. Uh, keep your fingers crossed on the ear, and I appreciate your time, Josh. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Take you it got easy. it. Yep, Joshua Newman now with KSL.com, but uh, he knows his stuff when it comes to Utah. 1217 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. The Roadie for Boys Ranch in Palatka is deeply appreciative of those who have donated their unused or unwanted vehicles to this facility because those donations have helped 
young boys from troubled homes straighten out their lives and get their lives back together. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind of boat, an RV, a car, a motorcycle, whatever it is, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. These kids take the vehicles, fix them up, they resell them. That's how they, they learn real-life skills. And remember, your donations are tax-deductible. It helps a really great cause. Your generosity here, ladies and gentlemen, does tremendous work. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. When you're clocking out and happy hour's already started. But... You're clocking out and happy hour's already started. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Hi, Frankie Lane here from Lane's Hardware in Williston. Gravely zero-turn mowers identify as powerful, dependable, and tough. Just like me. Don't put up with the imposters. Buy an American-made Gravely zero-turn mower from our team of experts at Lane's Hardware. We are fully stocked and ready to make deals. We always offer discounts for all military veterans. Come see us at Lane's Yardware on Main Street, downtown Williston, and on the web at lanesyardware.com. Keep it America great, one yard at a time. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out. And the consultation is free. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. New sneakers. Fresh backpack. Three spiral-bound notebooks. Check, check, check. And the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit radiantcu.org empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's Key Lime Shake Season. Try one right now. And try the Herb Chicken Burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, a Florida-raised beef original Big Dick with hot fries. Open seven days a week. Worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires. Gators on top. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We will open the phone lines for you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com uh jonesy says i was thinking about we're dealing with three major changes that have occurred in college football the last three years nil transfer portal college football realignment what do you see coming next which will catch us by surprise and anger college football fans even more to me i see the super conferences and stadiums setting decreased becoming more like NFL stadiums. What do you see? Well, if you're a regular listener, I I have told you, I believe super conferences are coming. I've done that for a while. Um, I believe you're going to see athletes get paid um, and and form unions. And uh, it'll become more like the NFL. The only thing that I think will not change, will not change, is the actual game day experience. You're still going to go see your team play. When, when you go to the opening game here in the Swamp this season, will you be thinking about NIL? Will you be thinking about Super Conferences? No. I don't think so. I don't think most people will. So that's what I see coming, Jonesy. Uh, Patrick says, what do the Yanks need to do to be on top again? Cashman gone? I think Aaron Boone's gone. But look, they've had some untimely injuries. I mean, Aaron Judge being out for as long as he was. Rodon has not you know, pitched much because of injury. That hasn't helped them. But you don't fire 25 guys, you fire managers. And I, unless they have a severe turnaround here, I cannot see Aaron Boone uh, surviving this. Mark says, maybe I'm alone on this. Doesn't it seem bizarre that collectives, including Florida Victorious, are paying student athletes to put in community service hours? Well, it's a way, to, it's, it's a way that they can get paid for doing something good. When I had student-athletes here on my show, they were getting paid through the collective. So that's, I think that's a good thing, right? I think that's a win-win, Mark, when it comes to that. James is next. Hi, James. Uh, good afternoon, Steve. I'm calling with an NBA question. I don't oh think I've gosh. ever called with an NBA question before in my life. But... Uh, Two things. Can you explain this NBA tournament a little bit and what's your feelings about it? Um, I've, I, obviously, because of the, the point in the season, 
uh, that we're at. I've not really delved into it much. I think the reason for it was to just generate, um, you know, some interest. Um, and I think they're going to, I think it's called an NBA Cup or something like that. Um, correct. Yeah. Yes. So I think what it is, especially at the beginning of the year, because I think this occurs right at the start of the season or close to it. I think yeah, it's, November and December. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just a way to garner interest uh, for the for a fan, and also the players are playing for something, you know, as opposed to the long grind of the regular season. Now. What will that really mean? Will players really care? I don't know. So, but my understanding is it's it's played within the regular season yes. count of the game. Yes. So, but, that your your wins and losses they kind of have like a group, uh, almost like soccer does. They have uh, group play, and then you know you get out of group play, and then it's sudden death. My question is that adds more games to the teams that obviously do well how does how is that going to work with the overall standing at the end of the year i don't know the answer to that i think they will play more games and i think that's well i know that has to be approved by the players association so uh, but again i've not looked into the format of it you know you, you got it elliot okay what is it yeah there's a uh, certain chime in, but there's an article you gotta speak up a little higher elliot oh. Better, yeah. You gave my beautiful voice. Yes. Um, So this is from ESPN. Uh, Basically, uh, this was put out yesterday about what it is. Um, It was announced Tuesday for the schedule for the group stage uh, games of the inaugural in-season tournament. We'll see the NBA Cup handed out for the first time in Las Vegas on December 9th on ESPN. Um, Right, but is it more games in the regular season is what he's asking. It's actually looking to be the opposite. It's uh, Typically, the NBA sends out a full 82-game schedule mid-August. This year, though, the league will be sending out each team only 80 games because uh, they're saying that each team's final two regular season games will be, de- by, will be determined by how the in-season tournament plays out. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so there you go. Okay, it looks like there's some details that still haven't uh, you know, hit mainstream yet, but it, it's, I think it's kind of interesting. <laughs> I think, once again, when you have the long grind of an 82-game regular season, uh, players opt out, they don't play. This is, I think, a way to entice them, to, especially at the beginning of the year, to play. Uh, it's a little bit different because it's a tournament format. There's group play. I like the experiment of it. It may fall flat on its face, but why not try it? No, and, and I want to get your take on it. And I think, uh, you know, the load management, I think this might be the, you know, this is their answer to that load management type thing and not having the stars, uh, you know, play all, all the games. So, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds. So I appreciate it, Steve. Okay, thank you. thank you, James. And remember, these games are played, I think, almost throughout the month of November. It isn't like a two- or three-day thing. It's spread out. Um, over several days. 1229 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is your captain. 
Better buckle your seatbelts for this one. I saw my passport expired, so I went to Staples, got a passport photo lickety split. While I was there, I grabbed some tiny travel soap and shampoo. <laughs> I should have got some from my co-pilot. Just kidding, Brad. Staples has everything for travel. 10-minute passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel items. And now at Staples, get $10 off your purchase of $30 or more when you buy a travel service. Staples, your first stop to nonstop travel. Ends 916. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Success is picking up extra shifts, but now you want to be the boss. Success is getting your foot in the door, but now you want to take the next step. Success looks different to everyone. And for more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has helped working adults like you succeed again. Choose from more than 125 degree and certificate programs with online and hybrid courses. No application fee if you apply by August 31st. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving. All I said was, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing. I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day, but I evolved as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary. I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them who's paying for your radio advertisements, who's producing your radio show. After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. That's all there is to it. Mike, you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff and I work for Talon Wealth. That's right, Christian. We don't have to sell annuities to provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Ah, the good life. You deserve it. The pros at Electronics World can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business. Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, Bryston, Rotel, Bowers & Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Whether it's a two-channel stereo system, outdoor entertainment, or a home theater room with surround sound, EW has what you need to enjoy the good life. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warranted work with 0% financing available. Visit mwacogainesville.com or call 352-371-4250. 
51, Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We get a bit of a pattern change today thanks to a front stalled to our west. Mostly cloudy skies this afternoon. Highs in the upper 80s to near 90 degrees with multiple rounds of downpours and thunderstorms possible. A few storms could get strong enough to produce damaging wind gusts. Localized flash flooding will be possible as well. Tonight, cloudy skies, lows in the mid-70s, downpours again tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Hi there, this is Coach Steve Spurrier inviting you to join me, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. this football season for Inside the Huddle, presented by Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Titan MRI, Silverback Concrete, and QC Kinetics. Inside the Huddle with me, Steve Spurrier, Tuesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Coach begins their season tomorrow. They got two home matches coming up, one tomorrow, one over the weekend. Well, it was a very, very special Gator baseball season this past year. And I wanted to wait a while before talking to Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, give him time to sort of decompress from all of that. And he now joins us. Sully, welcome. I always appreciate you doing this. Um, have you had some time to? you know, pause, reflect on the terrific season that you had? No, quite honestly, we haven't. Um, obviously, when we landed on that Tuesday, I mean, we immediately had exit meetings the next day and um, hit the road recruiting, had some camps, obviously had to deal with the portal and uh, the draft and all those types of things. So, honestly, we haven't really had a whole lot of time to reflect. It's been a short summer, but it's been, uh, you know, it's been a busy one for sure. It never, it never does end, and and I guess because you do have to deal with the draft every year because you have those types of players and you know the portal and all of that. Um, has the portal changed things in terms of? You're, you're, I don't think you're ever going to build your roster with a portal. You're going to do it with high school, but the portal is now an important piece, isn't it? Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, it's um, it's a huge piece, honestly. Now we'll be. We'll be more active in the portal some years more than other, depending on what our needs are, depending on who we lose and who we have coming in. But the portal's a different it's a different situation to where, you know, it's um it's almost like free agency with no cap right now. So, um there's some things that we need to improve on in that area, but um to kind of get up to the speed with some of the other schools in our league. But um yeah, it's certainly important. There's no question about it. Um, is your because school's going to start here? You'll be starting fall ball before you know it. Is the roster for twenty twenty four pretty much set at this point? Yeah, it's set. Yeah, we've we've kind of added a couple pieces late, um, and um, we feel good about where we're at. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 set at this point. You know, you've you've had such a great run here, Sully, and getting back to Omaha, I know, was you know one of these team goals here. That never does get old, does it? No, no. It's a great experience, and 
you know, obviously everybody's disappointed, including, you know, our players and our staff and, you know, the way it ended. But, um, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't think it's anything you, you ever really get over. I think you're just forced to move on. You know, it's, uh, it's one of those things. And, you know, um, it's just a game of inches. It's, it's, a, it's a different game um, than maybe some of the others. You know, you, you go back and you think about the, the line drive that White hit that had a little top spin to the left on, on that Saturday night. And if it's five feet right or left or if it doesn't have top spin, we probably win that ball game and, and things may have looked a little bit different. But, you know, it was a great year. It was a great bunch of guys, um, very talented group, but a very close-knit group and, and one that, you know, I'll never forget. You know, as you as you build a new team, because you lose either graduation, transfer, draft, you know, whatever that is, uh, for a Gator fan who is listening, uh, it's early now, Sully, but give us a quick look at what next year's roster might be like. A lot of talent on that roster, too. Yeah, there is. I, I, we feel good about our catching situation. Um, obviously, we got Luke coming back, and we got a kid named Brody Donay and Tanner Garrison behind the plate, and obviously you got Cags coming back up first, and and Kate at second, and we added a, um, an infielder that we're going to give him a chance to play short. Um, if he doesn't, you know, play short, he'll play third. But he's certainly going to be hitting in the middle of our order. Um, uh, Shelton um, from Alabama. Um, we got Shellnut and, and Ty back in, in the outfield, and we've got some guys. You know, Mikey's coming back, and we've got some other guys that we added that we, you know, that we feel might have a chance to play center field. And we got a freshman, Hayden Yost, that's got a chance to be really good. On the mound, uh, you know, certainly Cags is back, and you got you know some options there as well. Um, do you have an idea at this point who your weekend guys could be? Is that going to be a work in progress? How will that pan out? Well, no, I think you know we, we've got some options. Our freshman class coming in is really talented pitching wise, and we've got some freshmen that are going to make some immediate impacts and. Um, you know, of course, Neely, we've got a decision to make there. We're probably yep. going to move him back to the starting rotation. And Kate Fisher had a tremendous freshman year. Of course, Cags come back. Um, but some other freshmen, Liam Peterson, uh, Luke McNeely, um, Christian Rodriguez, those three guys come to mind. But we got some other guys that are very talented. But, you know, don't forget, we got Ryan Slater coming back, which sometimes those guys that come back to school are sometimes your best recruits. So, we feel good about our pitching. Obviously, we've got to figure out the roles and that type of thing. But certainly from a talent standpoint, we feel good about our pitching. Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan and our guest here on Sports Scene. He reflects back uh, on last year, looks ahead to this year. Uh, I just did a quick little thumbnail, Sully, but it looks like uh, Langford's still hitting uh, as he starts pro ball. And it looks like uh, uh, your, your pitcher, is uh, Waldrop's doing really well. So uh, it's good to see them get off to a good start. It is. It is. It's kind of bittersweet, you know. It's, yeah. um, you're obviously happy for them to move on, but you know, um, in in White's situation, we've talked about his story. You know, what an incredible story, and he'll he'll be playing for a long time. And you know, everything he he has gotten as far as you know, the accolades and awards, and you know, being a fourth overall draft, he certainly earned it all. And you know, certainly happy for Hurston. Unfortunately, we, we only need to have him for one year because he was at Southern Miss, obviously, for two years, but. Really happy for him. Happy for all the guys. Brandon Sproke goes to the Mets again, which is kind of is, is kind of a unique situation. But um, you know, Philip Abner and and of course Josh Rivera. You know, Colby Halter's off to a great start as well. So yeah, it's it's you're obviously every time you know kids leave your program is a little bittersweet. But obviously, really really excited for them and a bunch of those guys are off to really good starts. 
Sully, when you have, you know, over the years, you've had so many kids drafted and so many kids, you know, make the big leagues. But how much do you talk to them about that in terms of, you know, Lankford's this, uh, you know, Waldrop's that. They could be a high draft. They know it, and yet they played through that. Do you have any discussions about the draft with these kids and, you know, what to expect, or they just just go out and let them play and, and deal with it? I think earlier in my career, I, I may have touched on it a little bit, but I've, the, the more I've done this over the years, it's, 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 it's there. So there's nothing really to talk about, but with the draft being moved back, uh, I, th- I do think it helps. Um, obviously in years past, we've had guys being drafted right in the middle of a regional, right? you know, a final game. I remember Jonathan India getting drafted on that Monday night. Um, it was like the second inning and, you know, he got taken by the Reds, um, obviously really high. I think it was like, you know, whatever pick it was. But, um, you know, we're right there in the middle of the second inning. I remember taking ground balls at second. I mean, it's that third in between innings. And um, somebody yelled out of stands that he'd just gotten taken. <laughs> and right in the middle of re- regional final, I think it was against FAU. So, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's a little bit difficult one to, to juggle. I remember Alex Fajardo warming up, um, I think, for the uh, – uh, I think it was against Wake Forest in, in the Super Regional Final and – um, he was coming out of the pen, which he hadn't done the whole year. And uh, he had got taken when he was warming up in the pen. And I think somebody was down in the pen and told him. And he came in, obviously, he was all amped up and walked the first hitter on four pitches. I went out and took a visit and said, <laughs> you all right? And he goes, he gave me a little smile and wink. He goes, He's, he, I'm fine. So, yeah, it was a little bit unique when the draft was going on right during the, you know, the regionals or super regionals. But I think with the draft being moved back, I think it's kind of it's kind of helped it a little bit. We've known each other all these years, Sully, since you came here. And, you know, you've had such success here, great players and great teams. But for you personally, after all these years, is it still fun for you? Is it still, you know, cool for you to go to the ballpark, work with these kids every day, see them develop? That is that is that still there for you? Oh, absolutely. I think if I ever wake up or come to the ballpark and I don't have that same fire or desire or or energy you know it's time to step away but certainly I mean I'm 54 years old I got a long way to go and I love I love Florida I love uh interacting with these players day in and day out I love the challenge of of rebuilding this thing and 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 having you know these players that we have on our roster this year kind of develop their own story for the 2024 season and I, I love the challenge and um like I said, I feel good about our group. We've got some obviously question marks, like everybody does. But from a talent standpoint, you know, we'll be right there where you all, you know, like 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 we always are. I knew the answer to that, but I had to ask. But I you got an email real quick, Sully. My last thing: um, a, a fan wants to know. Um, he said, "Can you please ask Coach how he makes his schedule every year?" Good question. Yeah, you know, we do it um, a few years out in advance, probably three three or so, maybe four years out in advance. The first thing that we do is we try to, you know, to, to lock down the three, uh, the four non-conference series to start. And um, obviously Miami's always, you know, one of those series, you know, uh, one of the first four. And what we try to do is try to predict um, years in advance of what teams may help our RPI. So it may be um, a mid-major school from, from the Northeast that continually – you know, wins their, you know, wins their um, league every year, or maybe a power five that you think 
might help your RPI. So there's a little bit of thought that goes into that. And then obviously you end up getting your SEC schedule. We just actually got um, next year's SEC schedule yesterday. So that kind of puts those 10 weeks together. And then you kind of piece, piece together the midweeks. And, you know, where we're located, you know, right here, obviously in the middle of the state and with so many good teams, um, our RPI is always going to be in, in, in pretty good shape because of the teams that we play midweek. And obviously playing Florida State three times and playing Miami three times and then, you know, playing the other teams in our in our state, it certainly puts us in a geographical advantage as far as RPI is concerned as long as you win your games. No question. Sully, a terrific year. Congratulations on it. And uh, we'll talk again. I appreciate you taking time today. Thanks, man. Good stuff. Looking forward to seeing you, Steve. You got it, Sully. Thanks, man. Kevin O'Sullivan, uh, longtime Gator coach, successful Gator coach. Um, you've done a heck of a job with this program. 1246, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines for you. Uh, but first, we'll have one more guest. We're going to do, over these next few days, sort of a, uh, a, a journalism college spotlight. Some of our grads who are in the business, you're going to hear from one of them next, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Friends, I've told you about Southeast Car Agency for a long time now. There's a reason. I've had a vehicle from Southeast Car Agency for a very long time, years and years. The Cousins family has always treated me right. They will do the same thing for you. However, if you're looking for a new vehicle, this is not the place for you to go because they don't have any. They have specialized in over 40-plus years of owning the business. They give you the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. You can go online, secars.com, check them out, and you can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Test drive the vehicles, eyeball them for yourself, and their sales staff is there to help you with any questions you might have. But you always got to remember, when you go see them in person, tell them Sports Scene sent you to good folks at Southeast Car Agency. My best friend and I do everything together. We buy the same clothes, watch the same movies, and eat the same foods. But that doesn't mean our financial goals are the same. Choosing an investment that's right for you and your goals is a personal decision. Florida's Office of Financial Regulation has resources and information to help you get started in making the best decision for you. Visit flofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. The school year is back, and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for ages 5 and up. Locations at 6900 Southwest Archer Road, 7420 West Newberry Road, and now open in Alachua. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before after-school classes fill up. That's okitoamerica.com. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. 
from the staff through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. This message is brought to you by True Coverage. I really needed health insurance for me and my son, but didn't think I could afford anything. So I called. They looked at my zip code and based on my income and where I live, they found out I qualify for no-cost health insurance. It took just minutes. They even found me a dental plan. If you don't have health insurance or your health insurance cost is too high, listen to this because you may be eligible for no-cost health insurance. That's right. You could qualify for zero-cost health insurance for you and your family. That covers all costs for things like doctor's visits and prescriptions prescription medications. Call now for free to see if your income level and zip code qualifies you for zero-cost health insurance. Plus, see if you qualify for a cash card where you could earn cash of up to $500 to use for groceries, utilities, and more. Don't wait. Call 800-761-0628 right now to see if you and your family qualify for no-cost health insurance. The call is free, and it takes just minutes to see if you instantly qualify. Call 800-761-0628. That's 800-761-0628. 800-761-0628. Hey, Frankie Lane here from Lane Yardware in Williston. I'm no scientist, but it seems to be the normal weather here in North Central Florida. Hot, sunny days and rain is definitely making our grass grow fast. At Lane Yardware, it's our goal to keep America looking great, one yard at a time. We'll help you keep that woke grass in check with an American-made Gravely Zero-Turn Mower. And we always offer discounts for all military veterans. Lane Yardware in downtown Williston, and on the web at lanejardware.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's Key Lime Shake Season. Try one right now. And try the Herb Chicken Burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, a Florida-raised beef original Big Dick with hot fries. Open seven days a week. Worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. A new semester, the fall semester, starts here next week. We're in that little lull period now. Uh, and I thought it was a good time over these next few days. Uh, we'll certainly talk football and have guests, but uh, I'm one of the best things uh, about the job I do is to teach kids. And it's great when they leave and they get work. And my next guest uh, has done it for a long time, David Behrman, who spent 18 years at ESPN, uh, the last four years as deputy editor of sports betting, has now moved. He's working for the Pro Football Network, and we're going to talk to him now. How are you, David? Good to talk to you, man. Good. Long time no talk. Happy to be on, Steve. Uh, sports scene, good kicking, and you're still on it. I love it, and uh, happy to be here. How are yeah, you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, all right, let's go back, David, because I, mean, I, I will never forget this. Do you remember... Uh, I was with women's basketball. We're in Albuquerque. We're there for an NCAA, reg- or NCAA tournament game. And who do I see but David Behrman, <laughs> who was working for the Albuquerque Isotopes. And uh, that was kind of your start 
uh, in the business a little bit. So when you went from that, I know you wanted to be in South Florida, but you know, how'd you matriculate from that to ESPN to you know where you are now? Yeah, that that was a long time ago, Steve. I remember it vividly. Yeah. Um, I had worked for the floor. I had worked for the Florida Marlins on and off for a couple of years as an intern um, during my days at WRUF during the summers home from school trying to stay in the business and do things. And the uh, the Florida Marlins job eventually led to Albuquerque. The Albuquerque Isotopes were the new AAA franchise of the Florida Marlins, and they were looking for a PR director. And so I was interning in the Marlins PR department, and that's what led to Albuquerque. Um, and then just, you know, minor league baseball. Anybody who's worked at either college SID or minor league baseball, you know it's about a lot of long hours and putting not getting paid a lot, as you know, and, and just working your butt off and one of the things that we did while I was in Albuquerque, we were playing the Oklahoma Red Hawks, and their pitching coach was none other than John Wetland, uh, the, the closer. And he, the ESPN was doing a feature on him, and they came to Albuquerque, and I set up the whole thing as the PR guy. And at the end of the day, the feature producer said, can you do anything for me? And I handed him my resume. Uh, it took another year and a half, <laughs> but a year and a half later, ESPN called for an interview, and you go through the whole process of one of a billion people who apply, apply for ESPN, but my resume got to the top because I knew someone who I had done a favor for, and that led to an entry-level position at ESPN as a content researcher uh, doing stats and information for their live programming, whether it be Sports Center, Baseball Tonight, NFL Live. Uh, you know I love the golf, so traveled with a lot of their golf remotes all over the country and world. Um, and eventually moved into the management sector, as you do after time, and that led to a little bit of a niche in sports betting that I took over a few years ago at ESPN and continued to push content to all different parts of ESPN's ecosystem, which has led to uh, my job as chief content officer of the Pro Football Network. So um, that's the elevator version of it. We yeah. can obviously talk for hours about it. <laughs> yeah, what, what prompted your move to the Pro Football Network? Uh, and honestly, an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. Uh, it came out of nowhere. I'm not going to say this is anything that was premeditated or anything. Uh, a friend of a friend put me in touch with the CEO who was looking. Long story short, Pro Football Network was a startup, um, and it was getting purchased by Absolute Sports Conglomerate, a media company out of India, and they were looking to upscale the company and to try to compete with Pro Football Talk and Pro Football Reference. Um, eventually, hopefully, the ESPNs of the world. Uh, but to upscale that, they were looking for somebody to oversee all of their content. Uh, the CEO of the company happened to live in Bristol, Connecticut, which is right down the street where I've lived for the last 18 years. And wow. We got together over we got together over a couple of drinks, and they were they were two thirds of the way through the process. They were in final rounds of the interview, and I was put in touch with him, and we started talking. And next thing you know, I went from never even in my wildest imaginations thinking about this to leaving ESPN 10 days later after 18 years of the company because it was such an outstanding opportunity to take something and, and basically scale it up. Pro Football Network, um, it was a great company that was founded four years ago and has been growing, but they needed to take it to the next level with the added round of investment they got. And so I said, hey, you know, I've done great things at ESPN. I'll continue to do great things. I just wanted to kind of do my own thing. And uh, I've been here four months now and I'm building a team. We have beat reporters in three different cities covering the Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals, and Dallas Cowboys, as well as national um, and, and general writers. And uh, I'm building a betting vertical. You know, that's my background at ESPN. And Pro Football Network really didn't have one. Uh, they were founded on fantasy content and scouting and uh, the NFL draft. Those were their two pillars. I've now added the NFL wing with coverage of teams. 
And I'm in the process of adding the betting wings so we can cover betting content, which you now know is important in the world of the NFL. And I love the NFL from day one, having grown up in Miami as a huge Dolphins fan. So now that's what I do every single day. And um, it's just a good opportunity for me to oversee the entire company's content wing and, and see it grow from a small company to hopefully a large one. You know, David, I, 20 years ago, I, I just did not envision uh, sports betting being what it is today. Did you envision that? Did you, as you worked at ESPN and you got, you know, into this, did, did you see where this was headed early on? I did, and that's why I got kind of tried to get a little carve out a niche for myself. And, and honestly, Steve, it goes back to 2014. Fox Sports was launching FS1. Uh, seen at the time as a potential competitor to ESPN's ecosystem. So we all had off-site meetings at every department of what can we do to combat what Fox Sports 1 might do to steal the audience. And I stood up and said, betting. Like, Fox is going to do betting. They're the type of company who's going to push the needle in betting, even though it's legal only in one state. They're still going to try it because at some point, the Supreme Court law, which I had studied, Steve, I studied the Supreme Court law on the federal ban of, of professional betting and i knew it was going to be overturned at some point you know supreme court you never know it could take a year it could take a decade (laughs) but it it was illegal and it was obvious that it was illegal you just needed somebody to hear it and so i started building out betting content purchased some databases started little by little pushing sports betting content into different avenues at espn who got more and more comfortable as time went on they still weren't it wasn't legal and there was no reason they were going to get money out of this, which is all what business is about. But then the Supreme Court eventually, in 2018, again, this started in 2014, was my idea. In 2018, finally in May, PASPA was overturned, and that opened up the floodgates for everything that you've seen since, including the corner office of ESPN saying, hey, uh, sports betting, what are we doing in this space? And me saying, (laughs) hey, remember me over here in the corner? I've been saying we should have a show and we should do stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's go do it. Um, that was kind of the impetus to what lifted my career up a notch to get me noticed that ESPN was, now we're doing sports betting. And there's been this guy in the back of the room who's been screaming about it for four years. Next thing you know, we have a show that we launched in uh, late 2018 and early 2019 that was called Daily Wager that's on still five days a week. I launched that show with them, helped launch it, uh, eventually became in charge of ESPN Chalk, which is going to be ESPN uh, Bet pretty soon, as you've seen on the news. Um, and oversaw that for the, the previous four years until making the move over here. Great stuff. Where can people access Pro Football Network? Absolutely. ProFootballNetwork.com is our website. As stated, we have four verticals, NFL, betting, fantasy, and scouting slash recruiting, which is our, our famous mock draft simulator. You can play in there and do all your mock drafts that you like. People love the draft. You can find us on Twitter at PFN365. It's a growing twitter page now that we've hired social media people at pfn365 we have a facebook page uh as well as other ways to find us on instagram etc but profootballnetwork.com is the main place to find us david you've been you, you've done so well uh certainly proud of you and uh new a new uh, venture here for you i'm sure you'll do well like you did at espn so i wanted to let people know about what you're doing we're going to get some other grads on here doing what they're doing but i appreciate you and uh let's stay in touch Absolutely. I hope to uh, bring my nine-year-old to Gainesville at some point Ooh. to see a Gator game in the swamp. So uh, whenever I can get down there, I don't know if it's this year or next year, uh, we'll definitely catch up and try to do it. And, hey, if you have a betting segment in the future, happy to be on weekly to talk to you if you, you want. You bet. You bet. Thanks, David. Appreciate you. Right. Have a good one. Yep, thanks. David Behrman, great work after he graduated here. Uh, and, again, look at his story. 
he wanted to be uh, you know, a reporter. He works for the Isotopes, and he ends up where he is. That's our first hour. Hour two coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. RUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Melden Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville and North Central Florida. Melden Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at MeldenLaw.com. Again, that's MeldenLaw.com. Melden Law, we won't back down. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Elliot is our producer today. Appreciate his work. Hope you enjoyed our guests in the first hour. And uh, Chris Doran is going to join us at the bottom of the hour from the SEC Network to talk a little college football with you. Tomorrow, Herm Edwards, the coach. Can't wait to get his reaction about Anthony Richardson being named the starter. Uh, also, Chris Kirshner, one of our grads, covers the Yankees. Oh, boy. What's happening with that? The, the New York baseball teams are not doing well. And uh, Sierra Clark, one of our grads, covers Arkansas. Give us a sneak peek because uh, Arkansas comes to the swamp this year. 
We'll open the phone lines, 392-8255. You may email us as well, srussell at wruf.com. John leads us off. Hi, John. Good afternoon, Steve. Yeah, I'm Jordan. I always enjoy listening to uh, Herm Everts. Uh, I know he was the recipient of the Joe Pasarjic, Larry Zonka fumble back in the day when they when the Eagles played the Giants. So I don't know if anybody's ever really talked to him about that, but I thought that was, you know, one of those quirky plays in NFL history that people always seem to bring back. I know they've brought it up on ESPN on several occasions. So anyway, I, I, I always enjoy listening to him. Um, Steve, I always enjoy hearing you talk to uh, Kevin O'Sullivan. I'm I'm stoked. I'm ready to hear baseball season starting today. I know it's you know many many months away. So, but anyway, I like the additions. You know, the kid from Alabama. I mean, kind of like exciting to how is he going to be in slotted at third or maybe shortstop or something like that. Will remain to be seen. But I like the additions that uh, that he's brought in, and you know, the pitching staff seems like it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, he's got options, and and that is certainly good. Um, and you know, I, I love the way he builds a roster. He, he's never, in my opinion, going to be transfer portal heavy, but he also understands what the portal is and he right. utilizes it. So he, it's a good combination of, you know, good high school talent and portal talent. And that's been pretty successful. And real quick on, I, I was listening to your, uh, your, uh, Utah, uh, analyst, you know, he's talking about rising. If he's healthy, he's talking about maybe a 10-win season. Um, if not, maybe a 9-8. to eight. I mean, is there that little drop-off? If he's not playing healthy, I mean, is, is the competition going to be that, uh, uh, I guess, not as competitive if, if he's not playing? I haven't looked at their entire schedule. I know the Pac-12 right. this year is very good. Um, and he's right. You know, going to USC, going to Washington, and going to Oregon State, a team that, you know, Florida, Florida saw. Florida. Yep. And, you know, yep. the Clemson quarterback is there now. So that's not easy. And that's why, you know, he, he's saying what, even with rising, I think, you know, the peak for them, if everything kind of went right, would be 10 wins. But I think what he's saying is with you've got a guy there, even if the first two guys don't play, who has had some experience in the system. I'm sure they'd have to tweak the system a little bit, but they, there's a good football team there. Whittingham's done a good job, and right. but will it be a will it take a step back without rising if he doesn't play? Probably so. I got you, man. Hey, great show, man. Enjoy here listening to uh, Chris Doring coming up, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Okay, thank you, John. Bring D in here. Hi, D. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Uh, I want to talk about uh, what you're talking about with uh, Anthony Richardson yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, I like I said, I, I I said it from the jump. He should start, and uh, you don't you don't learn by sitting, man. He's the fourth number fourth overall pick, and you know they're paying him a lot of money. You know all these other quarterbacks that got picked ahead of him. You know Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, they're going to start. So uh, you know, like I said, man, they, they this is not 1985 or 1995. He's these quarterbacks are, are here to, to play right now and not sit and learn. So uh, it was it was no surprise to me that he got named a starter. Yeah, uh, and especially where you're drafted, right? Right. I mean, if if you're <laughs> if you're Will Levis, then okay. I don't think there's any immediate pressure for you to be the starter given where you were drafted. But there's a reason, though. Unless there's a trade, there's a reason those teams are drafting where they are because they weren't very good. So. I'm with you. Exactly. Uh, but 
I, I guess you were. I got you were saying something about yesterday about why why I don't understand why anyone would not want Anthony Richardson to succeed. Right. Uh, I, I don't think there may be a few minorities, Steve, that may feel that way. Uh, I think everyone in Gator Nation be, should be hoping this guy uh, should succeed. But I think what it is is, you know, when you when you call out his inconsistencies and you call out his flaws, some may think take that as hating or not wanting him to succeed, and that's that's just not the case. I mean, Shane Matthews is has been his harshest critic. He said he's a phenomenal athlete, but he doesn't think he'll ever be a consistent passer. And, you know, that was a college critique. And trust me, Steve, uh, it's only going to get worse now because he's a paid NFL uh, athlete now uh, at, at the most important position in sports. So, you know, when, when you have a physical specimen like that uh, who, who makes a lot of home run splash plays, uh, the, the, the critics uh, – you know, the uh, the scrutiny is going to be that much higher now that he's in the NFL. I don't disagree with any of that, but I think there's a key component here, and maybe I'll, I'll choose a word. If, if you want to be critical of him or critique him, that's fine, right? right. That, that's, and that goes for any player, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to get critiqued in New York because he's playing in New York, right? So that's expected. But the question becomes, with that critique, do you still root for him? And, and I think that is what I don't understand. The venom sometimes, because he didn't perform the way that you know, some fans thought that he should perform, even though and, and, I, and I can look, in sitting and doing the postgame show all these years, I can remember how many people were saying, "Oh, Anthony Richardson's going to win the Heisman. Anthony Richardson's going right. to do. Remember that? Yeah. What happened to that? Yeah. So went away in one week. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm talking about. There, there's nothing wrong because I do it. We all do it, right? We sit and critique right. somebody's performance. He wasn't good this week or, you know, he was high in his throws or whatever. But if you're a fan, do you not want, you know, somebody that went to your school to be successful and, you know, represent in the NFL? I, I don't know how you wouldn't. Yep, I'm I'm rooting for him, man. So I, I'll definitely be watching. Be good, Steve. Appreciate you, D. Thank you. Um, okay, a couple of emails here. Let me get to uh, Stephen uh, asks what he thinks. What I think the most improved area of the Florida defense will be. Uh, I, I I think the secondary is going to be. Um, look, with Jason Marshall, uh, Jakeem Jackson. Um, Kamari Wilson, I would hope that that group would be a little bit better, you know, than what it's been. And I say that because I think that back end the last couple of years has not been very good. And really, the only way for it to go is up. Um, Williams says, I'm curious as to why you didn't think sports betting would be huge. I like your most recent guest. I thought it would be a big business. I, I don't know. I guess maybe because I'm not a better, right? And I come from the college environment where, you know, it was, I mean, you you didn't do that at the college level, William. You, you, you couldn't bet, right? So maybe because of all that being here at the college level, I, I, I didn't really see it coming. Uh, his offer that he made for a weekly segment would be great. I'm sure you know this is very likely after this most recent round of appeals. The Seminole Tribal relaunched the sports betting app in Florida. That's 
to be determined. But yes, this will make Florida the largest state uh, that offers mobile sports wagering. You'll be able to sit physically in the swamp and place a legal bet. Yeah, that I never foresaw. Never foresaw that. And maybe I'm short-sighted with that, William. I don't know. Because, again, I think I've never been a better. John in St. Augustine enjoying the show. I guess NIL is here to stay. What I don't understand is if an athlete on scholarship gets hundred grand or more in NIL money to attend a particular school to play sports, shouldn't they forfeit their academic scholarship part or at least deduct the value of that scholarship since they're now self-sufficient with their NIL money? Maybe you'll see that down the road, but how do you pick and choose? And what happens if the if the NIL money goes away? Supposing somebody says, I'm not going to sponsor you anymore. Some of that That's the danger, right? Do I think, John, that might get revisited at some point? It could. But I think for now, you, you don't do that because if you start picking and choosing who gets it, they could lose their NIL money tomorrow. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Chris Dorian going to join us at the bottom of the hour to talk college football. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. New sneakers, fresh backpack, three spiral-bound notebooks, check, 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 and the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit radiantcu.org empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. The second half of the baseball season is here, and each game means a little, little bit, bit more. We're talking pennant races and wild card chases, with each pitch bringing us closer to the playoffs. The free Odyssey app lets you listen to live play-by-play of your local team. So no matter what you're up to, you'll never have to miss another game. Download the free Odyssey app today and keep baseball close by all summer long. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out, and the consultation is free. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of A.C. 
If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials. But you don't need to wait for nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com and follow them on social media to see the latest specials. Come get Social at The Social at Midtown. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Okay, oh, phone lines are open until Chris Dorn gets here, 392 um, BB says, uh, will you have Lee Corso on before the season starts? I hope so. Um, and he says, what will his plans be for game day? As far as, I'm, as I understand, he's still going to be on it. I'm sure his role will be limited, especially with McAfee uh, being on that. He says he loves the guy. He's the face of college football. Uh, he said from Chuck Oliver yesterday, Tennessee's athletic department budgets a little over $200 million a year, putting it in a league with Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama. What's the Gator budget? No idea. I'd have to ask. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, FSU's conducting full live special teams drills, which some teams reportedly avoid due to injury concerns. What's Coach Napier's philosophy on conducting full live special team drills? Are you a proponent of it? Um, I am a proponent of it, but I guess to what extent are you talking, right? In other words, if you're doing kickoff return, okay, are you going to go down and tackle? Could you hurt the returner? Could you get hurt? I mean, yeah, you could. Um, but I, I'm old school, maybe. I, I think you have to do that, not all the time, but at least once in a while. Um, I don't know. Because, uh, again, we don't get to see practice uh, very often uh, what he does in terms of that. Um, but next time I talk to him, I will ask him that. Um, so there you go. Tomorrow on the program, the coach, Herm Edwards, will join us, uh, get his reaction to Anthony Richardson being named the Colts starter. Also, a couple of our grads, we're kind of spotlighting them as we start a new semester here next week. Uh Sierra Clark's working up in Arkansas. She'll talk Arkansas football with us. And then Chris Kirshner uh, covers the Yankees. He'll be with us. Uh, and then from Pro Football Focus, Sam Munson will be on with us uh, on Friday among our guests. So i uh, got a good lineup for you. 
Uh, and again, we'll be just a couple of weeks out from Gator football tomorrow. All right, so until Chris gets here, let's hear from you. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. Don't forget, Gator soccer begins its season tomorrow, year two for Samantha Bohan. East Carolina is here, 7 o'clock at the Diz. And then Sunday, Maryland is here. I believe the game time for that's at 6. We tried to get Coach on, but just couldn't get a a time together. So hopefully after the first couple of games here, we'll get her on next week and see what result uh, took place with that. Uh, Gator Volleyball is ranked number 11 in the American Volleyball Coaches Association preseason top 25 poll. Check this out. Florida has now run its streak to 32 consecutive years of being ranked in the top 15 of the preseason poll. It's the third longest streak in the nation. Um, Stanford had, had beaten that, but that's not active. Nebraska is currently the only active one. It dates back to 1992. That just goes to show you uh, what Mary Wise has has done, the consistency in that Gator program. Pretty cool. And uh, Florida will have, I believe it's on Sunday, they'll have an exhibition match. I think it's against Stetson. And then they'll open their season later on this month with a match against Penn State. So, yep, new seasons are starting. Let's get to Tony on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Uh, I just want to chime in on the uh, Anthony Richardson uh, situation, if that's okay. Sure. The uh, I don't, you know, know if people, you know, kind of share my opinion, but I, you know, I think he's a great story that he's from Gainesville on the East Side, and you know, glad that he's a Gator. But in the way of rooting for him, I think there are a lot of people that will really have a hard time rooting for him not necessarily trying to pick against him, but root for him for a couple of reasons. Number one, he wasn't really, you know, a starter for an extended period of time and still somewhat shocked, very shocked, as a matter of fact, that he went as high as he did uh, in the draft. Um, But, again, glad for that. But the fact is that I had actually called your show about two or three games into the season last year, and I questioned you and saying, do you think his advisors have said, don't get hurt? And I do feel throughout the season that Richardson probably had a lot more potential with his legs and him putting more hustle and everything into his game like Tebow did than he did do. And I think that there's a lot of Gator fans that are left a little bit, you know, glass half full here saying, hey, I don't think this guy gave the University of Florida everything he had. I think he was fearful of getting hurt, didn't put everything out on the table for us. We didn't get the entertainment value out of it. Maybe we had a loss or two because of it. So, hey, I'm really not pulling for this guy, but I'm not against him. I'm kind of in the middle, just kind of, hey, whatever, this is cool. What are your thoughts? I can tell you this. Richardson was hurt. And now, to to the extent he was hurt, to the, you know, where – I don't know, but he was hurt. 
And that's one of the reasons why, if you examine the play calling for him, right, they didn't call a lot of design runs like they did for Tim Tebow, right, because he was hurt. So there was mitigation there. Um, And Tim is just, if you're comparing the two, it's like comparing apples and oranges. Personalities are way different. You know, Richards is not a rah-rah guy like Tim was. So I think he gets unfairly uh, compared to him because, you know, from a build standpoint, I get it. But from a personality standpoint, it's, you know, way, way different. And, you know, here's the thing. What if, and I don't know this, but if Tim were hurt, in other words, his, his running ability were limited, what would Urban have done? Would Urban have cut his runs? Would Urban have said, you know, don't get hurt, we, we need you to stay in the game? So, I mean, these are all things that only a handful of people really know. Sure. Yeah, and I know Tim Tebow is an extreme example of, you know, just a, an unbelievable competitor, but at the same time, you know, also a different generation of a player. You know, it seems like a lot of people are protecting themselves now more for the contract. Uh, and I'm not sure if that had any influence on his, you know, intensity last season, but he never really overwhelmed me from that perspective as an athlete, even though he was built that way on the field, it didn't seem to translate to, I'm going all out. I'm going to get this first down. I'm going to sell my body for this. It seemed like there was always hesitation in how much he put into what he did. And, you know, it'll be interesting to watch him in the pros and I'll definitely tune in. But it'll be interesting, and I know you've got probably other callers, but it'll be interesting to see how well he does because even I questioned, you know, his, his pass efficiency and how well he passed on a regular basis, which will be interesting to see if, you know, they can coach him up to the level he needs mm-hmm. to be at on a professional level. No doubt. Appreciate your call. Thank you. Uh, Richard, i got to get to Chris Doring. After that, please feel free to call back, 127. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Ad paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention Marines, military personnel, families, and contractors who were stationed at Camp Lejeune. Were you present at Camp Lejeune between August 1953 and December of 1987? You may be entitled to significant compensation. For nearly 34 years, those in the Marine Corps' base Camp Lejeune were exposed to contaminated drinking water, resulting in devastating injuries, including several forms of cancer, adverse birth outcomes, Parkinson's disease, and more. North Carolina's procedural laws have prevented victims from getting the justice they deserve, but passage of the Camp Lejeune Justice Act of 2022 would allow you or a loved one to file lawsuits seeking compensation for illnesses and injuries linked to the toxic water. Call today for your free consultation, 800-799-5071. Let our experienced attorneys fight to get you the compensation you deserve and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor call 800-799-5071 that's 800-799-5071 again 800-799-5071 this message is brought to you by true coverage i really needed health insurance for me and my son but didn't think i could afford anything so i called they looked up my zip code and based on my income and where i live they found out i qualify for no cost health insurance 
insurance. It took just minutes. They even found me a dental plan. If you don't have health insurance or your health insurance cost is too high, listen to this because you may be eligible for no-cost health insurance. That's right. You could qualify for zero-cost health insurance for you and your family. That covers all costs for things like doctor's visits and prescription medications. Call now for free to see if your income level and zip code qualifies you for zero-cost health insurance. Plus, see if you qualify for a cash card where you could earn cash of up to $500 to use for groceries, utilities, and more. Don't wait. Call 800-761-0628 right now to see if you and your family qualify for no-cost health insurance. The call is free, and it takes just minutes to see if you instantly qualify. Call 800-761-0628. That's 800-761-0628. 800-761-0628. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We get a bit of a pattern change today thanks to a front installed to our west. Mostly cloudy skies this afternoon. Highs in the upper 80s to near 90 degrees with multiple rounds of downpours and thunderstorms possible. A few storms could get strong enough to produce damaging wind gusts. Localized flash flooding will be possible as well. Tonight, cloudy skies, lows in the mid-70s, downpours again tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. It's a bird. It's a plane. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Here is C.J. Stroud, the Texans quarterback, after uh, last night's performance. Uh, one mistake on, on, on national te- television just blows it all up. But, like, it's cool. I just keep growing and just keep learning, man. It's going to be highs and lows, man. <laughs> one play blows it all up. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Man. It's okay. <laughs> the Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to Sports Center with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Momentarily, we'll be talking with Chris Doring on the SEC Network. A little college football, a couple of weeks out. Actually, it's less than that because week zero is uh, coming up here pretty soon. Uh, and before you know it, we'll be in the grind of the college football season again. Um, we're trying to get a hold of Chris now. Um, so we hope we get him. And... Uh, in the meantime, we will try to get a couple of emails here uh, 
till hopefully Chris calls us. Uh, Andrew says, could Stetson Bennett actually be decent? I surprised how well he did in preseason. Always thought he was a system quarterback, but Georgia actually, will they really actually miss him? Yes, I think they'll miss him. Now, they, they've got, on paper, uh, very highly rated guys, you know, Carson Beck, Vandergriff, who were very highly rated kids, but you don't know till you get in the trenches, um, you know, how that's going to go. So we will see. Um, we're having some trouble getting Chris, I guess. So uh, we will open phone lines, I guess, until we can get him here. Uh, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Carl emails. Uh, his question is, uh, boys, oh boy, this is a long email. He basically says, um, he's basically asking what I think is going to happen in terms of wins and losses with, with, with the Gators. I, I, I said this a lot. I didn't think Florida would beat Utah with a healthy rising, but my gosh, okay, um, Elliot, come on. This is a good number to call here, okay? Um, but, you know, if Rising doesn't play, that certainly gives Florida a much better chance um, of winning that game on the road. So I, I think that would be a win that a lot of people would think that they wouldn't get. When you're in a position like Florida – problem is that you've got games I've talked about this all the time that are swing games you win those and you got a pretty good year you lose those and it isn't that, that's just how it is um, okay I think we're about set to get Chris here uh, always appreciate him coming on um, and how about him right you know local kid played at PK and played for Florida and played in the NFL, and now he's doing what he's doing as a broadcaster. Uh, that's pretty good stuff um, to have him, you know, do what he has done. So, all right. All right, I think we, got, we, think we have him now finally. Um, you never know about technology sometimes. Okay. All right. Now we got Chris on here now. What's up, man? How it's good to see you the other night, and, and yeah. I appreciate you doing this. Of course, good to be on with you, man. I'm, I, I have a landline specifically for you, so I can <laughs> call in and have great uh, signal when I'm, when I'm talking instead of having this uh, goofy cell service that doesn't work in my house, man. So sorry <laughs> for the issues, there, bro. That's okay, man. I appreciate you giving me that courtesy. I, I, yeah. I appreciate that a lot, man. No problem. Um, you know, Chris. A lot of times, I, I've done this. I'm sure you do it too. You look at, at a team in June, and now it's you know the middle of August, and sometimes your, your thought process changes based on what you see, mm -hmm. what you hear. Has there been a team like that in the SEC for you where you know what you thought maybe a couple of months ago has changed now? Yeah, I think Florida is actually one of those teams, and, and I have a few others that I'll mention, but Florida kind of jumps off the page to me. 
Um, after having been there during the spring and, and talking to the coaching staff uh, during the, the production meetings we had for the spring game on the SEC Network and then watching the way that that, that game played out, I was not all that optimistic about the offense. I uh, definitely had reservations about the quarterback situation. And, and um, you know, some of those things still exist for me. But the stories that I've heard from people that have been at practice, I haven't had a chance to get out there for one of the scrimmages yet. Um, but I, I, I've heard a lot of good things. And maybe the most important thing that I've heard is how, you know, the, the, the locker room chemistry is better this year, how everybody's buying into what the, the, the plan is this year. Um, all of that is true until, you know, as Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face. But yeah. I, I um, we'll see how, how that all sticks together once adversity strikes. But, you know, I, I had pretty low expectations for Florida, as did Vegas with the five-and-a-half win total they projected. But, you know, I, I think, honestly, um, I had a discussion the other day with somebody, Steve, that, you know, a good season for me, given the schedule and where they are in year number two of Coach Napier's tenure, would probably be getting just get to a bowl game and win a bowl game. Let's have a great performance in a bowl game to set the tone for the next year instead of these disasters we've had most recently with the Vegas Bowl or the Cotton Bowl a couple of years ago that kind of led to the demise of, of Dan Mullen. So that to me is what I'm looking for. I've revised my, my outlook on Florida a little bit, but still an incredibly challenging schedule that the Gators play this year. What were some of the other teams that you changed your outlook on? Yeah, I think, I think the uh, trendy topic of conversation once we were in Nashville for SEC Media Days was Texas A&M. Uh, very different position than they've been in the last couple of years where you know they were highly ranked, people thinking they had a chance to maybe win the West, uh, certainly a top you know, seven team in each of the last two years. This year, uh, under the radar, not a lot of hype around them, particularly after uh, the way that that thing kind of fell apart for them last year, the majority of the talk being about Jimbo Fisher passing the, the play, duty, uh, play duty callings over to Bobby Petrino. But if you look at the depth chart, if you look at the, the number of guys that played meaningful snaps last year as, as probably younger players than really needed to be in there, I think they'll benefit from that quite a bit. You know, The, the quarterback play is going to be a big part of, of their potential success. They've got some really talented receivers with Anias Smith headlining that group coming back. Uh, they should be better against the run this year uh, defensively with 17- and 18-year-old guys having to play last season up front for them. Uh, so that's a team that I've revised. And then another one I'm kind of curious about is Auburn. Uh, I think Auburn is a bit of an enigma. Uh, positive momentum here recently, largely because of the recruiting success they've had. Hugh Freeze has absolutely been killing it there. And some of the flips they've gotten with guys coming out of Georgia and guys that were committed to Alabama I think has people feeling really good amongst that fan base. Their schedule is uh, is actually very beneficial to them. An easy first month of the season, you get three non-conference games you should win under your belt to, to acclimate, to figure out who that quarterback's going to be, to get that group kind of coming together before they play Texas A&M in the fourth game of the season. So th- those are three teams, I think, that I've revised a little of my outlook on uh, compared to where I had them maybe at the end of spring football. I should know, Chris, after all these years, not to bet against Alabama but when I see 11 wins and 10 wins, you know, the, 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 even with a terrific quarterback last year, yeah. sometimes that offense was hard to watch, yeah. and a quarterback that's not stepped up, I, I don't see that. Do you? Yeah. Give, me the, give me the under on that win total, because I, I don't even honestly think they get to double-digit wins. I think this is a nine-win team this year. Uh, some of the things that they're going to have to overcome – uh, two new coordinators, uh, offensively and defensively. Uh, a quarterback situation that we have very little clarity on who's going to be the starter as we head into uh, week one. 
Um, and then the biggest problem to me, and, and, and what you saw last year, you talked about Bryce Young. He elevated the play of guys that I thought largely at the offensive line and, and receiver position were average at best. What happened to the days of developing talent? I thought they used to be really good at developing talent, but I haven't seen that at the offensive line the last couple of years, and I haven't seen that at the receiver position the last couple of years. So uh, who, who's going to be the guy to help whatever quarterback wins that job um, kind of acclimate to being the starter at Alabama and all that goes into that? So I, I, I know they got a, a group of running backs that are really talented. I know they talked about getting back to running the football again. But honestly, I think the team to shoot for in the West is LSU. With the way that team got better as the year went on, with the the talent that uh, they've been able to recruit there the last couple of years, the experience that young guys got last season, and, and maybe most importantly, the quarterback play that Jaden Daniels from the time he came to the swamp and lit the Gators up on third down, he has been on an absolute roll, and I expect that to continue this year. Chris Doring, our guest from the SEC Network, as we talk college football, specifically SEC football. Chris, the other area that intrigues me is the fact that you've got now the college football playoff in flux Mm -hmm. because of what the Pac-12 is or isn't. I don't foresee that league reforming, and if it does, it's probably not going to be a Power 5 league, so won't they have to tweak the playoff format? Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the rollout of the playoff, and we're already talking about having to tweak it, so I definitely think... There's still a lot up in the air. I mean, I don't know that we're uh, done with realignment for this offseason. So, uh, unfortunately, it's been a large topic of conversation that's overshadowed uh, some of the camp stories that we should be talking about a little bit more. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that we're going to be um, having to tweak the, the college football playoff, uh, w- whether that means you know another at-large bid, whether there's some sort of merger between the Pac-12 and the Mountain West has been talked about. Uh, there are things to come that will affect next season, but – yeah, here's the problem I have, Steve, and, and I think you and I are both guilty of it. Like, there's so much to celebrate about this season. The final year of divisions and the SEC, something I'm a little sad to see going away. Uh, the final year of the, uh, the, the uh, college football playoff only having four teams. The last year without Oklahoma and Texas in this conference. And I know, you know there's a lot to look forward to, but I want to make sure we're all enjoying this season for, for what it is before we move into the – the next era of college football. Yeah, that's a great point because, I mean, more traditions seem to go by the wayside as we go along here. Um, Graham Murch is the starter. I don't think anybody was surprised at that. And I know his numbers don't jump out at you, but was part of that at least what the offense was and who the personnel was at Wisconsin? Do you, if, if, if I'm selling that to a Gator fan, do you buy that? Yeah, uh, first and foremost, Coach Napier did not do them, the quarterbacks any favors by the way they structured the uh, scrimmage in the orange and blue game. That, that, you, you go around the conference, very different approaches to how you put together you know, the scrimmage, and, and some of it has to do with maybe where your program is. Um, as you know, I went from Gainesville on Thursday to Oxford on Saturday, and very different setups oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did we deal with, 10-7 here, and then a, I think it was uh, like 51-50 or something, Cray. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was so, – you know, Pete Golding told me before the game, I've got three calls on my play sheet that I'm able to call. And that's, a, uh, that's an offensive-minded head coach right there trying to put on a show for the fans and let the quarterback stand out. So the, it was a tough situation with two potential starters not participating in the, in the uh, spring game on the offensive line. Uh, uh, Austin Armstrong being able to bring corner blitzes and cover zero blitzes and, and heating the quarterbacks up. Issues with the snaps. 
I think presented, prevented the offense from really getting going, and certainly, specifically, the quarterbacks looked limited. But the things that these coaches are excited about as it relates to to uh, to what Graham Mertz can do is an opportunity to be in the shotgun more, which was something he wasn't in Wisconsin, and, and what that will do to help him see the field a little bit more. Um, secondly, the ability to have just about uh, every play include a tag where he can get them into the right play. Uh, I don't think he had as much freedom in the offense at, at uh, Wisconsin as he'll have here. And the thing that you've heard and I've heard and everybody else has heard Coach Napier and the staff talk about is how smart he is, how intelligent uh, Graham Mertz is, that, that, that football IQ. Um, so giving him an opportunity to get Florida into the right place, trusting him to protect the football, and distributing to some emerging playmakers. The, the running backs are, are the strength of the team. Uh, as I've heard from a lot of people, Ricky Pearsall has been uncoverable during uh, summer camp. Uh, the arrival of the three freshmen has uh, added a little wiggle and a little speed that Florida hadn't had in the receiver position. And I believe in, in Rob Sale's ability to coach the offensive line. That was maybe the biggest surprise from 2021 to 2022 is how good that offensive line got and how they were able to lean on the run game, which we all know is something that's a staple in, in Billy Napier's offense. Last thing in my last couple of minutes here, Chris, I, I, that's where I'm going to end this. There was some question about Billy Napier as a play caller. And there are some who think he shouldn't be the play caller. When you have better personnel, you become a better play caller a lot of times. Is this a big year for him in terms of that role and the result from it? I think it's a big year for him for a lot of different reasons. Um, And I think it's important that fans look at this season with maybe a a little different uh, set of measurables than what you might look at a, a program that's in a different stage of their growth right now um this is a team that may be uh better than last year and not necessarily show that progression in terms of additional wins uh, because of some of the things we talked about before but I, I honestly believe um as it relates to your question with play calling and i it, it, can you handle being the ceo of a major fortune 500 company, which is what being the head coach at the <laughs> University of Florida is. I, I talked to, to Gene Chizik back when he was with us at the SEC Network, and he talked about you don't know what it's like until you step into that chair and, and have an opportunity to sit there and, and, and get hit with all the different things that you have to, to deal with as the head coach in the SEC. Um, so if, if Coach Napier can, can handle it um, and be able to, to navigate both and the offense does look better as he's predicting, then I think some of the pressure goes away. But it is certainly the two topics I think that we've talked about the most this offseason in the SEC, roster tampering, which coaches are very uh, very outraged about, all this taking place behind the scenes uh, and trying to recruit players away, and the questions about play calling. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz decided to, to give that up this year. Um, you're seeing the trend continue, you know, the, the, what's happened at Texas A&M with Bobby Petrino supposedly taking over the play-calling duty. It, it's something that's going to continue to be a hot topic for any team that uh, struggles offensively and has, an off- or has a uh, head coach calling the plays. Well, we're going to find out here shortly uh, what happens as the regular season is right around the corner. And of course, you can watch Chris uh, throughout it all on the SEC Network. Always appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for the time. Hey, thank you, Steve. Talk to you guys soon. You got it, CD. Thank you. Chris Doring joining us here. 148 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
Hey, it's Steve Russell talking about the delicious food at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's Key Lime Shake season. If you've never had their hand-spun artisan dairy shake, you're missing out. Try the Herb Chicken Burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, Florida-raised beef, the original Big Dick with hot fries. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondell's.com. Open seven days a week at Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Visit online at DickMondell's.com. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. This message is brought to you by True Coverage. I really needed health insurance for me and my son, but didn't think I could afford anything. So I called. They looked at my zip code and based on my income and where I live, they found out I qualify for no-cost health insurance. It took just minutes. They even found me a dental plan. If you don't have health insurance or your health insurance cost is too high, listen to this because you may be eligible for no-cost health insurance. That's right. You could qualify for zero-cost health insurance for you and your family. That covers all costs for things like doctor's visits and prescriptions prescription medications. Call now for free to see if your income level and zip code qualifies you for zero-cost health insurance. Plus, see if you qualify for a cash card where you could earn cash of up to $500 to use for groceries, utilities, and more. Don't wait. Call 800-761-0628 right now to see if you and your family qualify for no-cost health insurance. The call is free, and it takes just minutes to see if you instantly qualify. Call 800-761-0628. That's 800-761-0628. 800-761-0628. 